Podcast, and welcome to another episode, actually a very special episode of the Jeep and Bubba Podcast. You'll notice that, uh, well, the sound quality is just not quite what it typically is, and that's because we're rolling down the road in a 2020 refrigerator with basically a house on the roof. Yeah, I'm in my Jeep, and I'm headed to Colorado. I got riding shotgun with me, Chris Keel from Timothy Keel Designs, and we are headed to Black Bear Pass right now. We are uh, northern Alabama, closing in on Tupelo, Mississippi. And uh, man, I've had this podcast like in my heart that I've been wanting to put out for like a week now. And uh, I've been holding on to it for this trip. I hope you can hear me okay because I really want to pass this message on to you. I don't have any interviews for you today. What I have is a heartfelt message. And, and, and basically what that is, is the word freedom freedom. I don't know, and and, and we could argue, but I think the most, to me as a young boy, I had a 1986 Chevy S10. I hopped in it. I first got my license. I tore off down Peachtree Industrial Boulevard in Beaufort, Georgia. Got my first ticket that day. But I felt like the most free human being that I'd ever felt and I've never had that feeling replicated until I owned a Jeep. And I don't think there is a vehicle, whether you want to argue or not, that represents freedom better than a Jeep Wrangler. It was designed for the reason of creating freedom. I mean, basically created for the war effort, for World War II. And uh, first vehicle to ever go to seven continents. You know, been built in the United States since 1941 first in Pennsylvania for a couple years and then moved over to Toledo, Ohio, where it's still made and built. But even if you took away how iconic it is and, and what it was created for and then used for, when it became the civilian Jeep, it not only had fought and won the war that, that kept this, this great world free, but it also created new freedoms for people that would use them in the civilian world. And what I mean is what other vehicle, and I know a 4Runner exists, and I know that, you know, there's all sort of other vehicles, Tacomas, and, and now the Bronco's coming out, but consistently, over time, that you can buy in stock form or do a few modifications that you can take out to some of the most amazing places in this nation or all over the world. I mean, a Jeep screams freedom. You can take the tops off, which happen to be called Freedom Tops in the JK and the JL. You can take the doors off. You can go to the beach. You can go to the mountains. You can go camping with your family. I mean, is it the greatest vehicle for on-road driving? Yes and no. No, because right now I'm getting 12 and a half miles per gallon because I got a rooftop tent on the vehicle. We're loaded down with gear. But is it fun? Yeah, it's more fun per miles than just about any vehicle other than some kind of sports car and you might say well what about the mustang what about what about some kind of hot rod that's cool but what are you going to do with it other than cruising on a strip i mean i'm going to put down 5,000 miles in the next nine days of beautiful scenic america as well as some of the hardest if not the most dangerous trail in america not the hardest right but the most dangerous i mean if you mess up and roll on black bear that's it. We all know it. It's in the back of our minds the whole time we're preparing for the trip. How beautiful it's going to be, how technical it's going to be, how focused we need to be, all the stuff we're going to need. 
I mean, we're camping the whole way out. We're putting in road miles, uh, all the preparation of the vehicles. But it is, I would say, one of the most dangerous trails uh, in the nation. And I wouldn't trust any other vehicle to take me there. Um, and, and the Jeep is that to me. Something I was thinking about uh, as well, and, and it's kind of funny that this Jeep was created for the war effort. Is I just kind of wanted to dedicate this particular podcast to soldiers that have fought for us, that have died for us, and who are still serving us in, in any capacity. Um, it's because of them that we are free, uh, because of their efforts that we're free. And um, you know, I was I called my grandpa earlier, and uh, we were just thinking about my pop Paul Ray, which my daughter named Abigail Ray, and we named him after my pop Paul Ray. He was a sweet old man. Uh, I knew him when I was a small boy, and he just always uh, brought a light to me, just made me happy, and uh, he was an awesome guy, but he was a Purple Heart in World War II, and I would love, one thing him and my nanny Vesta used to love to do was, um, you know, old people sometimes can't sleep at night, and they'd get up, hop in their car, and go to Cherokee, Cherokee, North Carolina, and go play the casinos. They would spend like 20 bucks. 30 bucks and drink Diet Coke the whole way. But he would love to hop in a Jeep and see how they are. I mean, for him, what he would think a Jeep would be like would be a Willys or a CJ or something like that. And for him to ride in this and and, uh, and to do that, I think he would just be amazed. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to, you know, take my hat off and say thank you to to our soldiers and, and all those that have fought and died for us. And, um, and we have currently one of the most amazing nations to go see beautiful, beautiful things. And I don't think everyone realizes how awesome our national parks are, uh, how many places there are that you can go camping. And you can literally, there are people on YouTube that make a partial living traveling and staying. And there's guys that have been doing it for years now, and they're not staying in the same campsites every night or the same places. They're just so many awesome places we can go to in this nation to check out and i'm pumped about that if you can't tell we're headed out west and we're going to be checking out black bear pass imogene engineer we're going to tell you ride silverton and i'm going to be doing it in this vessel of freedom also known as a jeep wrangler and, and that's not the only jeep i mean that could do it a cherokee would be great grand cherokee i mean they're all kind of uh vehicles out there that or excuse me jeeps out there that could do this trip and um, I'm just thinking about it the other day and, and all the people that you meet in the jeep community there's I don't know I mean I know there's there's bike clubs and there's guys that ride together with motorcycles and, and there's all kind of like different little communities out there for any kind of hobby you might be into whether it's baseball cards or um you know, bushcraft or camping or tennis or whatever, but the people in the Jeep Wrangler community are fantastic, and it has to be, in my opinion, because of the fact that we realize or don't realize subconsciously that we drive such an amazing tool that can take us to places that are just inspiring. Like, sometimes I'll find myself on a trail and I'm like, how am I in a vehicle at this point? Like, how have I taken my grocery getting, you know, 
vehicle that transports my children around to doctor's appointments. Now I'm on some rock that looks like a goat couldn't walk down it in a 4,500, 5,000-pound vehicle with four tires. That is the Wrangler, the spirit of the Wrangler. Forever will other brands be chasing the Jeep Wrangler. I hate to say that to you if you're a Toyota guy or a Bronco guy, but it's just the fact of the matter. It's always going to be this way. Unless Fiat sabotages us in some sort of fashion. But right now, I'm riding in Fiat's four-cylinder with a turbo, and it's pretty dang peppy. So my hats are off to Fiat as well. It's pretty dang good. Anyways, guys, this is the Freedom Edition of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. I just really hope that you guys realize how great we still have it, no matter what's been going on in this world. Um, if you get the time with your family, if you get the time or you have the money to go out and just check out, even if it's just in your state, if you own a Jeep or any 4x4 vehicle, get yourself Gaia, get yourself iOverlander, put it on your phone, you don't need a lot of equipment, and go out and explore and see how amazing this nation is, how great we have it. And you know what? From there on, you can just expand your horizons because there's a lot to see out in the world too. There's a lot of people that do, you know, touring in, in all over the world and all sorts of vehicles. But if you got yourself a Jeep Wrangler and you got yourself some sort of GPS and maps, then you have almost infinite amount of fun slash freedom ahead of you in your future. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was brought to you as always by Tiffany Kill Designs, Black Bear Off-Road. Be thinking about us over the next week or so as we make our way out to Black Bear Pass. It's been a dream of mine to do Black Bear Pass for a long time, even before I named my company Black Bear Off-Road. To me, it matches rock crawling with overlanding and the perfect combination of scenery and adventure and just speaking of freedom, think of the people who headed out west in the gold rush and their buggies. I guarantee you they wish they owned a Jeep Wrangler with a 2-liter turbo. It would have been a whole lot better than those mules. Guys, eat your prunes, and we'll be seeing you.